today we are answering kids' questions. So a few kids from our parish have sent in questions, questions they have about the faith, about the Lord. So let's just, let's get started, shall we? Let's. Hi, Father Tim and Father Derek. My, my name is Eamon Healy. I'm 10 years old. The question I'm asking is, how can God hear all our prayers and answer all of them at once? Thanks. Bye. Amen. What a man. What a man of God. Eamon Healy. Shout out to the Healy family. Shout out. Eamon, that's an amazing question. Um, Father Derek will answer it for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that comes down to omnipotence and omniscience. Whoa, those are a lot of syllables. So basically, Eamon, it is such a great question. God, like he is outside of time. He is outside of our understanding of what time is. And so he can hear all of our prayers. He can answer all of them as well. It makes us feel so secure and loved knowing that he does. He, he hears all of our prayers and he answers all of our prayers. Hi, Father Tim and Father Derek. This is Claire Roach. I'm 11 years old. I'm wondering what is the purpose of death? Why doesn't God live, let us live forever? Claire, awesome question. Thank you for asking it. And shout out to your family, Colin, Laura, Kevin. Yeah, so why doesn't God let us live forever? Made to actually live forever. Did you know that? Yeah. Actually, Claire, remember, so I, she, she's in my sixth grade class. Hmm. Did and you talk about this? We talked about salvation history. And so salvation history begins at creation in the garden. God wanted us to live forever. So then we happened. So God, yes, God wanted us to live forever. But Adam and Eve happened. Original sin happened. We sinning happened. And that brought death into the world that we have to pass through death. But good news, Jesus Christ conquered death. And we can live with him forever in heaven. And we can. So eternal life is possible through Jesus. And if Father Jerry likes you. Hi, Father Tim and Father Derek. My name is Paul and I'm six years old. My question is, at Mass, when they say the word of the Lord, is that something that Jesus actually says? Paul Berger! Thank you so much for your question. The word of the Lord. Was the word of the Lord something that Jesus actually said? What do you think? Probably not. Okay. And is that okay? Is it okay that Jesus didn't say that and that's in the Mass? Yeah, we're supposed to respond to the word of the Lord. And we do that every time at Mass by saying... Thanks be to God. Good. Yeah. Great question. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Yay, Paul. Hi, Father Tim and Father Derek. My name is Gabe and I'm 10 years old. My question is, I know that when the priest says, the words of consecration over bread and wine, it turns into Jesus' body and blood. Why won't that happen when I say the words of consecration? Wow, that is an amazing question, Gabe. Isn't that awesome? Gabe is Paul's brother? Gabe is Paul's brother. Hmm. He's another of the burgers. These are smart kids. I know, they are. Maybe they should do the podcast. Maybe we should have them do the podcast I instead of us? I think they should do the podcast instead of us. And we we'll eat chocolate. go to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah, so why, if so, if he was holding a host and he said the words of consecration, he said, 
um, take this all of you and eat it. This is my body, which is which will be, which is given up for you. Do this in memory of me. Why wouldn't that change into Jesus? Maybe one day it will. Oh, oh. foreshadowing. <laughs> oh. Well, we've been given like a sort of authority that when we intend to do what the church has ordained us to do, we have the elements of bread and wine. That, yeah, that's the mystery that God continues to speak through his priests. So not only then, but in the sacrament of reconciliation, when we pray the words of absolution over you, I absolve you from your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That actually happens. You are forgiven of your sins. Whenever we baptize a baby, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That baby is actually God's beloved son or daughter so yeah Gabe it's a it's an awesome question and I think also another thing is that it's actually not me saying the words and it's actually not Derek like Dare Bear saying the words or little Timmy saying the words it's Jesus himself that when a priest is or when a man is ordained a priest he stands in the place of Christ in the place of Jesus, and Jesus is saying those words. And so when you go to Mass and you see the priest saying those words, it's actually the words of Jesus, which is really beautiful and very humbling for us. Good job, Gabe. I'd say keep the questions coming, but uh, these are really hard. Hi, Father Tim and hi, Father Derek. My name is Andy and I'm eight years old. My question is, how do they pick their readings in the Gospel at Mass? Another burger. This is another burger? This is another burger. Wow. We are now three for five. Okay. I'm hoping little uh, little Benny comes on the scene. Can he know. talk? No, he can't. <laughs> Not yet. But it would be awesome if he did. By the end of quarantine, maybe. <laughs> so, what was the question again? Um, how do they choose the readings oh, yeah. um, at Mass? And I honestly, I don't really know. It's the church who chooses them, but the process... Such a hard question to answer, just like in 10 seconds, but... So some, some Sundays celebrate a particular feast, and there are particular scripture passages that coincide with the feast and help us to celebrate the feast better. So that's why reading about the Apostle Thomas, you know, when after the resurrection, yeah. when Jesus shows Thomas's wounds on the Divine Mercy Sunday, it's supposed to... Help us to understand what mercy truly is. As far as the other ones, they follow a cycle that is uh, three years, where after the end of three years, um, you will have read somewhere between like 70 and 80% of the Bible. Sweet. Yeah, so. Hi, Father Tim and Father Derek. My name is Madeline and I'm 10 years old. I have a question for you. Can you tell me more about how God is eternal and always existed before anything was created? And then, how he made creation with evolution? This is similar to the question about like God hearing people's prayers, how he's able to hear people's prayers. Very much so. Madeline, it's, yeah. a, it's a beautiful question. I love this question. Um, yeah, so your answer to, um, saying, to the question saying that he's outside of time. So Madeline, imagine like dominoes. I don't know if you've ever played dominoes. 
uh, in order to get the dominoes going. That's the <laughs> game of dominoes, okay? Is not just setting them up to, to hit them over. You actually can play the game with dots and stuff. All right, shush. <laughs> you don't just knock them Be over. Quiet. I'm trying it's to answer Legos. question. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you ever played the real game of dominoes, which is setting them up and pushing them over, because that's the real game, right? Wrong. You need someone to actually start pushing down the dominoes. The dominoes don't go and push themselves. And so God, like you said in your question, exists outside of time in order for everything to begin. He always is, he always was, and he always will be. I think just going off what you said, you need somebody to uh, knock over the first domino. So God got creation started at some point. Creation continues to evolve and change and yeah, and Maddie, when it comes to evolution and uh, God's creation, evolution is part of God's creation, that this is the way that um, things come about through science. So, thank you. Madeline is always so joyful at school. She's so great. Yeah, a lot of the kids are. Maybe you can learn from her. Yeah, maybe. If only. Mm. One day. Hi, my name is Basil. I'm six years old. I'm in first grade. What date was Jesus really born on? Basil. 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 <laughs> so Basil's question is about Christmas. I love Christmas. Do you like Christmas? More yeah. of an ordinary time kind of guy. Uh, Christmas. So what's interesting, have you ever seen some of these studies that show like how on December 25th, year zero, the, the stars the North Star aligned with like some constellation that made yes. a particular star yeah. brighter than ever. Mm -hmm. So we celebrate Christmas on December 25th, not just arbitrarily, but because we have some idea that it was in that time frame. Maybe, do we know it's the exact particular 25th day of December? Maybe not, but I don't think it affects the joy of the day. Hi, Father Tim and Father Derek. This is Daniel in 8th grade. Michael in 6th grade. Tyler in 4th grade. Kyle in 1st grade. Samantha in peace too. Our question is, if the first people on earth talked and saw God, how did people lose the knowledge and faith in God? Wow, so awesome to hear all of the Dukas. Dukas. Shout out to the Duca family. This is a serious question. Yeah, Dan, you really thought this one out. Uh, I guess I would start by saying that, you know, if your mom or dad said that they loved you, would that be it? Would you never question, would you never want them to say, I love you again? So, you know, if the first people saw God and heard him speak to them, the question is, well, then why... Why would they ever distrust or disbelieve? Because you can hear something, but you need to hear it all the time in order to believe it. And it wasn't that God stopped talking, which is the temptation to believe, but it's that they stopped listening for whatever reason. We all have our... One word, Netflix. Netflix is the problem. Netflix is the problem. And that's just sort of our human condition. Totally, and that goes to any relationship, even married couples. Yeah. Or so sometimes you forget. Wait, are they? Do they? Do I? Do they truly trust me? Or in these moments, do they really love me? So a relationship is 
con- any relationship is in continual need of um, expressions of love. And so that's why prayer is so important when we talk to God, not just like once a month and have this really powerful experience, but like every day, the consistency of our prayer determines our love, not not just one awesome experience, some intense, crazy, loving moment. We don't, we don't, we, it's both, right? We need both, but yeah. it's more about consistency than it is about intensity. Yeah, exactly. So keep praying, Dan. I can't wait for you to be a priest. We pray for that. Father Dan Duca. Sounds good. Cool. Well, uh, any last thoughts? Anything to say to the kids? Thanks for your questions. Yeah, thank you, guys. Really good questions. Sorry that we weren't able to answer them. as Because someone had to play that extra game of Oregon Trail. Okay, okay. well, there's uh, three things that we probably learned today. Yeah, uh, what's the first one? First one is uh, Mary Seed of Wisdom Parish children are amazing and yep. the best second uh father derek is way smarter than me not true and three three do not stay up late and then decide to do the podcast at last minute these words will carry you very far children okay we should do another one of these mary c's quarantined is a mary c's of wisdom dynamic original podcast